Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, welcome to another episode of Tyler Bryan Hour, aka TBH, aka TBR. I'm your co-host, Be Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta Bate. I'm gonna pass it to my boy, my brother, my man's and them. TTL, you wanna say something to the people? What's good, people? Is your co-host Tyler Libra, aka TTL, aka Libra Hendrix, aka Ghostface Libra. We are brought to you, gathered here today. Um, on August twenty third, twenty twenty two, fair is over. You know, my my nephew. I'm I'm getting old. This is how I know I'm getting old, bro. My nephew is starting second grade. This nigga is this little bitty ass nigga is starting second grade, and you know, Carl's out for he he's gonna be out for like a week. So I get to take him to school. That's cool. I we I'm we going back to the old stomping grounds, Oak Park. You know what it is, Panda Pride. You feel me? He's starting his second grade year there, and um, I couldn't be more proud as an uncle because he want because he um he actually for recess he um he wanted to actually use or borrow one of my um one of my mitts because he got this neighborhood kid that he plays with and they both starting you know at the same time so he was like for recess can I get one of your mitts I was like bro little bro I ain't gonna fit you nigga but all right. Well, that's cool. That's cool that man, he like he likes I got some a stuff. hallmark moment. Yeah, he likes the same stuff that his uncle does. Um, that's what's up. I be forgetting that your uncle high key sometimes. Like I always hear you talk about your like, your, like your nephew and your, you have a niece as well, right? I'm actually a grand uncle. So explain that to me again. Like my niece, like my niece has a, has as a, a kid. kid. So that's how it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy how this family thing works, huh? I think it's, is it great uncle or grand? I think it's great, great uncle. uncle. I'm a great uncle, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there is this. Then my kids, then if if my nieces, nieces got nieces, then I'm a grand uncle. Yeah, because I guess whenever Carl will become a grandpa, that's when you become a grand uncle. Yeah. Damn, that shit crazy. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm chilling, cooling, living my life the best of my abilities, going through life the best of my abilities, man. And that's all that I could ask for. As long as the process is in the right place, I'm good. Good, good, good. I love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, I do apologize for those listeners and viewers. Uh, there's a glare, but it is what it is. I can't see shit, Loki. I'm gonna be. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I I think it looks better on the phone than it does on here. So I do apologize for the glare, but it, it's gonna be a crisper video. I'm doing something different to where, basically, I'm recording from the back camera instead of the front camera. But I might have to flip it. Y'all might not even see all this. It might just be me doing it in post editing, so it might be like normal. But I noticed that like the back camera, my face is like slanted. Oh, <laughs> like yo, like when I take pictures from like a reverse mirror or something like that, I'm cute. I'm fine. Dog, my shit look fu- like I look crazy as hell from the back camera, and so I might not look crazy. I look crazy now because I'm looking at it from a reverse, reverse. Because I have it monitoring on my MacBook. You look like one of these bitches right here. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I look. That's fucked up, too, because Tyler just showed me the emoji with the slanted smile, and that's how my shit be looking, too. But, um, yeah, it, it's a reverse of reverse on my screen and all the setup that we have, but it might be completely fine for y'all. And uh, shout out to y'all that listen to the podcast on Anchor or Spotify. Y'all actually like... Um, Y'all love the fact that I put the video on Spotify and Anchor. 
Okay, my face ain't beat up, nigga. It's just slanted. But um, Tyler showed me a picture of the Martin with the fucking after he got beat up in a boxing thing. <laughs> you know you can show the camera too, right? But um, Ugh, they stood over that nigga. <laughs> yeah, it uh, yeah. So I think you'll have a higher quality because I've always kind of recorded in 1080, but the 1080 doesn't look 1080 esque. But it should be fine. And how I'm feeling right now is I, I kind of got a, like a lot of emotions. Um, the weekend was cool. I had a good weekend. Um, I unfortunately didn't get to see Brent. Just schedules and, and conflict just kind of got in the way of that. And also just the timing of certain things. It's not like I don't. Like, I love when Brent or someone else is in town. Oh, and shout out to Brent's lady. It's her birthday today. Well, shout shout out, out to Shannon. Shout out. You know? Um, but it's hard for me to drop everything just because certain shit happens. Because it's like, I still got to do certain shit. And it's no, no it will, no nothing like that. I'm still my guy. Still love him to death. Um, like, I had to visit my grandma, too. I didn't visit my grandma in a while. I just, I wasn't. I didn't get my ducks in order, but I'm still trying to get my ducks in order, essentially. Um, one thing that I plan on doing next week, though, kind of like the start, start of September, is I'm, I'm trying to... I'm trying to become more disciplined. Um, so what I wanted to do is I want to take cold showers, which I can do. The hardest part about being in a cold shower is, like... Still showering. Does that make sense? Like, I could sit in the water, <laughs> but obviously I still got to wash my ass, wash my face, wash my... I ain't going to lie. Every time... Ass. I ain't going to lie. Every time when I take, a, like, a cold shower, it feel like I'm in a dirty ass, like, outside. Yeah. It feel like I'm outside, like, under a waterfall or something, bro. That's but that, all I... But that's but. the mindset, too, of, like, how many people don't actually take a cold shower? Like, we, as humans, just kind of need that because it helps, like... It helps your immune system, and, and it, there are some benefits. There's benefits to both. There's benefits to a hot shower and a cold shower. It I just really need to, rejuvenate your body, right? Honestly. And then like you're more like relaxed and calm too. I noticed that like I'm not as on edge when I take a cold shower. Like I feel more like relaxed and like my heart rate's slower, I guess, if you will. Um, I want to do that for 30 days. I also want to try to sit in a deep squat for 30 minutes a day, um, just to improve my posture like i got tears in both my shoulders my shoulders are kind of bad and i don't really like stretch them and like do the things i'm supposed to do as much so i, I want to get my posture back kind of like get my shoulders back because i'm i'm six foot but I, I am actually like i look taller than what i am but i'm always like hunched over and i'm always kind of like walking my head down so i'm trying to get more like lean back and be more tall and more confident um speaking of confidence another thing that I want to do is uh, not have a negative thought in my head. I do a lot of, I do a lot of cool stuff, if you will, but I need to be more confident about it. So it might come off as cocky. It's not like I'm trying to be cocky, but it's just more believing in myself and like affirmations, like just, just coming off more confident. And I think it'll just help in my life more instead of just like, I always kind of put myself down even like as a joke, but I, I, I'm not too serious, but um, was there anything else that I wanted to do? I know, I know this is like a lot to do, like cutting the cold turkey, but I have to try to get some discipline in my, uh, life. I want to prioritize, prioritize sleep too. Um, so they say 
no like blue lights on your phone, computer for 90 minutes before you go to bed. Um, they say you want to sleep in a 68 degree temperature and my, my room gets pretty hot since it's the highest level. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to sleep in a basement. Um, they say wake up to natural lighting because then you'll wake up more alert rather than your phone because I'm always grabbing my phone and I noticed that. And just to stay away from my phone too. Like I really, I really feel like I want to get disciplined. And I think me trying to actually do that, I think will really help my life a lot. So that's my plan. Oh, also last thing uh, is cut off sugar feel like a lot of my problems could revolve around sugar and obviously i'm not in a position to where i could go to therapy right now just financially and just time um so cut off sugar see what happens sugar has a lot of things that that, uh it does to you and as far as like your energy dopamine all that stuff and Sugar makes you create uh, crave junk food, and my skin's kind of bad right now. So it's just, it's just trying to be the best version of myself. Um, I know I'm doing a lot of extremes, but I'm feeling like if I do a lot of extremes and I get discipline, that it's not as hard. I feel like it's harder to – like if you cut off one thing, right, it's harder to not check the other things. Like the other things kind of become more accessible. So it's like if I delete Twitter off my phone – then I'll be on Instagram more. I'll be on TikTok more. I'll be on Snapchat more. But if I delete everything, it might not be as bad as in just not having that desire to want to be on my phone, if that makes sense. Uh, would you say that makes sense? or? Yeah, it makes sense, bro. And honestly, that might be the best thing for you. Um, the way I, the way I went about it has, as far as, like, literally just, well, I mean, situations leading up to it made me not want to, you know, like drink alcohol anymore but still you know i i I got i got to a point where i was like you know what this ain't doing nothing for me so it 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 really came to that extreme of just saying i'm not drinking anymore i'm not doing that have you here i am four four months sober four four going on five damn almost five have you not had like any cravings or anything like that i'm not gonna lie i almost bend it at uh not not at the fair, but more at um, Ron. Ron shouts Ron and Ace. Um, we were having to get together for Brent and Shannon. Shout out to them too. Um, last week, so and I, I just see all the seltzers. I see <laughs> I see the tequila. Then the, this man Brent brought the tequila out, mm. and I, it, it, I mean I I double taked a little bit. You know, I mean, you know, that's all it went to because my whole mindset while I'm in in that whole group, when I'm in the while I'm in that, you know, environment, I think to myself, what the fuck would I be if I fuck? What would I look like to myself if I were to cave now? Yeah. And that's it. And that's all I've been having, like through the fair, through, you know, get togethers, through any any type of social event. man. I, I, I just say to myself, what would I look like right now if I were to break it? Did you have any like I know there's like the mental aspect of it. And I guess this kind of ties into one of the topics I want to talk about discipline. Did you have any like physical like icks 
or anything from cutting off alcohol? Like withdrawals and shit? Like I was pookie from New Jack? Basically. That nigga was just laying in the bed in the hot sweat. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> fuck no, fuck no, man. I ain't had none of that, man. Just wake up, live my life, drink water, and drink the most cranberry juice as possible. I could live off of just water and cranberry juice. If you give me water, cranberry juice, and apple juice, that's it. That's it for the, that's it for my life. Mm. I can survive off all that. I think that's it used so- to be pomegranate, but pomegranate's too sour for me now. I got I, I got teeth that are tender now. Mm. It's weird how like like with alcohol, I don't have any cravings towards it. Like I could As drink. You I could drink and then like if I want to not drink for like two months, it's like easy. But that's like the only thing that like if I really don't want that shit, it's kind of easy. Unless I I make it disgusting in my mind because you know how like that stuff came out that uh like Skittles or some something deadly in them or Skittles lead to cancer. Is that why my mouth be raw every time I fucking? I eat a whole abundance of them. The same thing with the sour Skittles, man. They took a whole bunch of them back, and then, like, I was a Skittles. Took my whole, <laughs> whole taste buds out. I was a Skittles fiend because, like, we have it at, like, the vending machines at my job. And, like, I'd probably at least have maybe three or four bags a week just because, like, I would always buy some. Tropical something. or sour? I don't think we got tropical. I think we got, like, wild berry and what's the blue one? Is that tropical? Yeah. Then we got those. I don't really like sour like that. But, um, yeah, I used to have it a lot. And then once I heard that cancer thing, I haven't had a bag of Skittles since then. So it could be a month. It could be maybe a month and a half. Maybe that's what I need to do. I just need to give certain things like an ick or like I don't crave that taste. And I think that I'll be able to cut it off. Yeah. But some of the, some things are harder than not because like I like drinking water. Like, but the thing is about with the Skittles thing, like you, you could, you oh, could, cr- you could choose yourself not to eat Skittles. As far as alcohol goes, I mean, there's different. You see different pe- people fucked up, you know, just damn near walking like a toddler, two year old walking down the street and shit like that, just drinking alcohol and stuff like that. Niggas getting carried out, tossed out true. off of alcohol and, 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 and shit like, like that. Because even if niggas you ain't to... getting tossed off all the Skittles. Yeah, getting tossed out for Skittles tasting the rainbow is crazy. But, like, I mean, even in the candy store, you probably wouldn't see niggas go straight to Skittles. Like, if you're in an actual candy store, you might see niggas go to Jawbreakers, Laffy Taffy. You might see a whole bunch of other shit. Before you're a grown ass. You're grown. If you're a grown, I ain't going to go that far to each his own. I ain't going to play that old role. Nah, nah. I, I mean, if you if you in a candy store, get some help, nigga. <laughs> if you're in a candy store and there's no kids by you, there's no nieces, no nephews, no little cousins, no nothing like that, and you just a grown-ass man in a candy store, crazy, and you visit that shit The crazy part about it is that there's a said candy store in Jordan Creek, and I see, and I was with, <laughs> I was with this co-worker, and he's like, I got to hit the candy store. That nigga fiend. For what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, because, like, I, I have a sweet tooth. But I, I, if you a grown ass man, you get I'm not going you going if you going straight to if you going straight to the candy store and you going straight to the jawbreakers. <laughs> just all about his Ed Ed Nettie. <laughs> I ain't never seen a nigga. I ain't never seen a nigga buy jawbreakers. That's true. That's true too. That that is very valid. 
You got to get them out of a Cracker Jack box or something. That's funny. Yeah, they got to come with something. But, um, yeah, because I guess that's true. And I also said, that, oh, they said something about Capri Suns recently. They said Capri Suns have cleaning, I guess, like Lysol cleaning like that furniture polisher that you got right there. They got some cleaning shit in it. That's spick and spam. I ain't gonna lie, Capri Sun's good as fuck too. Like I'm that one that one hurt more than the Skittles because I feel like I obviously as a grown man I'm not buying Capri Suns, especially as like like nigga just go get a Gatorade or something. But I will take a Capri Sun. I always take one. And now I'm just thinking like, damn, I'm still gonna take one, but y'all are playing like when the fuck did y'all know Windex would make this shit slap? Like who? First of all, who's testing it? Like that's we need to get down to the needy and greedy of who testing these things that got us addicted to it. And yeah, like who was like, yo? Don't tell me it's some Powerpuff Girl shit where niggas just accidentally bumped into the Chemical X that was right near the pot where he's stirring. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, just, <laughs> niggas was just cleaning his desk and the Windex just fell in like it. Oh shit. Nigga, Ain't that bad? <laughs> like, what the fuck, on. we talking about? Oh, man. Talking about everything bad for you. Um, yeah, man. I was just so. Then, how how would you say about being disciplined? Like, what are some tips? What are some things that helps you kind of become more disciplined? Because obviously, you go in four months. Obviously, you go in twenty days through therapy. Like, you. Whether you believe it or not, you are disciplined in some ways. Probably always going to work because you you one of the rarest niggas I know that don't take a day off. You like my dad in a sense. Well, y'all niggas just constantly working. I'm just like, damn, don't y'all want to say fuck it? At times. That but, nigga not built like me. But, uh... don't, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. The house is happy. The house is happy. Niggas listen to oh shit. Hey, I got I gotta give my one two in boy. Nigga nasty. <laughs> he ain't built like me, boy. Fuck. Stop. I come up here talking shit. <laughs> Nigga nasty. <laughs> one of these days, he's just gonna pull up to hey, I'm gonna pick you up one of these days. He's like, hey, yo, let me come out at some. Where? Because he don't. gonna put his whole hand on top of the car. Because <laughs> he'd be trying to pick you up, but then he'd be like, why Tyler talking like he won't get folded? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, this nigga. Oh, he ain't folding me, bro. I'm taking my dad. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking him. Crazy as hell, boy. Yeah, I'm taking him. You get dropped off principal after that. After I'm done with that nigga, I'm coming get you. Yeah, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Hey, pops, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Papa. Can we? Can we? Can we get back on subject? Kind of, but yeah, let's get. See, back I don't. This nigga's so nasty. <laughs> just talk about being disciplined, man. Oh man, um, really, discipline all came from my mommy. Seeing her work about forty two years at the same spot, going the same route. <laughs> that's different. That's though. discipline. That's a me. different type of discipline. That's a different type of discipline. <laughs> but um But that's also her, getting out the mud too. I'm talking like more of like her the, making burritos and everything on on Fridays. Yeah, for like twenty years, that's discipline. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I'm more so talking like self improvement standpoint and just being disciplined in the sense of like well, I get that. Well, I get that from her because, like, I'm like, if she could do it for this long stint of time, then mm. what the fuck makes me not? What what makes me think that I can't? Mm. And um, that just comes from me being. It comes from my old ways of just being fucking hard headed, 
And, you know, I that's the one thing that I've still carried to me to this day. I'm hard-headed as shit. I will not, when I think of something, my mind does not falter. It won't worry. So, um, waver. Worry. But, um, yeah, that's something that I always had, man. And, like, so it's more of just, like, it's in tune with me to be, you know, that way. But uh, I like it. I enjoy having that type of aspect to me as far as the inner discipline goes. But really, I don't have, I really don't have anywhere where I got it from. It just kind of came up over years. Mm. Yeah, because I, I guess like most people are like, you're either disciplined or you're not. But at the same time, I don't know. It's hard because like I have this very, like I look at life very gray. Like if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. So it don't matter how good of discipline I have Because obviously I believe in the podcast So I'm disciplined enough to constantly think about the podcast Do different things for the podcast Try different things Try to get a camera this and the third Like I'll get it out the mud if I got to But when it comes to like working a full time job And I'm isolated and I have to be there Like I'm not as disciplined as I need to be But at the same time it's like It's kind of hard to have that grind, grind, grind mode when I know what the end result is. Where, like, me doing YouTube, podcasting, or Twitch, it's kind of like, it's free range. So, like, I know that, like, the ceiling is wherever I make it to be. You know what I mean? So I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly trying to hope for a better future and better things like that. Like, when I see the end of the tunnel, I kind of, like... I guess get lazy, get lethargic, don't really feel like doing it. Um, so discipline definitely varies for me. I wish I was more disciplined. Um, but then also, like you said, you're hard at it. Most people that are really fucking disciplined are really fucking hard at it. They're not very like, oh, I see that. Let me change this. Let me do this. And they're pretty like they're almost militant in the sense of like they have a structure and everything is the exact same. It's yeah. very rare. I don't think I've ever seen a disciplined person switch shit up, which can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. It really depends on where you're disciplined and what you're disciplined about. Because it's like some of the most undisciplined motherfuckers could get a lot of shit done, but they're trying a whole bunch of shit. And they're, I would say they're probably have, living a better life than someone who's strictly disciplined and they do the same thing over and over again. But it also depends on your goals and your aspirations and all sorts of things like that. Discipline is hard, man. It's it's definitely, I think, I will say this. I think it's more is 100% more mental than physical. Because mentally you got to put yourself in a position to do that. Because it's like going to the gym is the hardest thing in the world. But when I'm at the gym, it's easy, you know. Um, yeah, so I guess I kind of touched on the discipline subject, not really. One thing I wanted to say, though, since this is, like, August 23rd, as probably mark that down your calendars, because that might be the first time I've ever really said the date on the podcast. Um, school starts this week, and I wanted to do, like, a little advice segment. So, for school, give me one advice or one tip or one anything sort of like in that realm for schooling and one for like social aspect of school. 
As far as schooling goes, I was. Yeah, we do have people that listen to this at college and high school. And right, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And one thing that I want to tell my nephew, I mean, when he gets a little bit older, but not too older. I mean, at least, at least anyone. before. Well, anyone, but I'm just saying because, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to just tell anybody that um, fucking go with your go with your first instinct of what you think you'll be good at or what you think that you'll excel at. Because when I first got got to fucking um, said school, said high school that we were at, um, I was in for some reason. Niggas was in all the drama classes. Like I was. Yeah, you got to be convinced you're going to be an actor. Yeah, I was was in all the drama classes, man. And I'm not going to lie. I was fucking them up, man, (laughs) in the drama. drama. Can't nobody touch me now. But um, because I feel like I have more character now that I can. Man, if we we were like this and we were in drama, bro, we run in the school. We run in every single play, every single comedy. But, um, yeah, man, I would just say because it went from because. As far as my priority, as far as like the hobbies and what I was into and go, they went, it went skateboarding. Then it went into drama. Then it went from drama to football, then baseball. And then like, cause is, so is this your, is this your social tip or your school tip for school? Okay. I see what you're getting. Okay. So for school tip, man, just mind, just mind your P's and Q's and stuff like that. Don't be disrespectful to these teachers. Cause some of these teachers don't be making that whole lot to be putting True. up with your bullshit, putting up we with gotta, somebody else's kids. gotta kid, buy man, their supplies too. When they probably got kids at home that do the same shit. So mm. really it's a problem both at work and at school. So man, just, just, just know that these, that these teachers do their job and, and their job is to teach you and just make sure, you know, treat them as humans, treat them as such. Um, as far as the social aspect and this goes into what I was talking about and just go with your first instinct of what you think that you'll prosper at because if I would have went the drama route y'all could be seeing me in some of these commercials some of these YouTube commercials or stuff like that now I like too late for that though it's not still not too late for that now granted as far as athletic goes I I love I liked baseball more than football I love baseball if I would have gotten in tune with baseball a little bit earlier, I'd probably be one of the coldest niggas. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm disciplined like that. You know, can't 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 nobody t- can't can't nobody touch touch me on the bunts or the first or the singles. <laughs> so, I'm oh maybe maybe B Franks. B Franks was good at the bunts. That nigga would take the fuck off. He would get the fuck on. But um, but at the same time, I can make that argument for you for football. Nah, I wasn't cold like that in football. I, that's what I'm saying. Like you say, you wasn't cold. It's just. But yeah, if I would have started out, you mm-hmm. know, with y'all growing up, and also you just gotta get that dog in you. You didn't. You. You were more reactionary yeah. than I'm gonna go hit this motherfucker. So yeah. you you get hit and absorb the hit, but you would hold your own afterwards. Like it's almost like you like not, not to be funny, but like to say it in a way of just. It'd almost be like you were dazed and confused. Like, you didn't know what the yeah. fuck you was doing. Yeah. And then once you kind of woke up, like, you got it. And I was just like, yo, man, like, just figure the fuck out what's going on. Like Rudy or some shit. Basically. <laughs> yeah, you, just hear, you just hear music from... <laughs> yo, what's, what's playing music? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, make a tackle. The whole fucking team goes on the field. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, that's great advice. I would say... For schooling, 
for my advice for school, for schooling, if you're in high school, middle school, elementary, college, where the fuck, I would say when you listen to a, a lesson, actually listen to the lesson. But when you go to take notes, don't write everything down. Write down what sticks out to you immediately and then go back to it and then write everything down. The reason why I say this is because I feel like oftentimes, especially when I took notes, I was good at taking notes, but I swear to God, I would never check the notes again after I wrote, took them. And teachers go fast as fuck. So I'm almost writing, like, I don't have, I have decent, I have, like, decent guy penmanship, so you could kind of picture what my shit looked like. I'm looking at this shit down here. All right, nigga, relax. <laughs> but, um, like... Eventually, when I try to write fast and keep up, like it would get sloppier and sloppier because the teachers were just zooming through panels and shit like that. What I know now is our brains kind of like to process things, and you tend to remember what someone's saying or someone's teaching you after you process a little bit because process the information and what you got out of it, write down, then go back, read it, study it a little bit, then write down. Because if you're just mindlessly writing shit down, you're not going to retain all the information. It's going to be impossible. Because you could write it down a billion times, but if you're not thinking about it, not putting it in a real-life scenario, you're not going to remember it. So that's why, once I learned that, I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And I wish I would have did that, because I felt like that would have helped me out more. Because it would have helped me focus on the lesson, focus on the words and what she's saying instead of just trying to write everything down, look up on the board, write everything down and not paying attention to what she's saying because I'm trying to keep it all in my notes. And I feel like I would retain the information. Maybe not everything. I don't know if that's a great strategy to learn a whole, say, chapter or whatever or whatever you're learning for that day. But I think it's a good strategy to break things down in increment pieces and truly learn it when you learn it. Um. And um, going along with that, I think most of every, I'm not going to say everybody, but like a majority of people are visual learners. I know for a fact that I was like, as far as writing down notes and shit, yeah, I could do that. But at the same time, um, it, I would rather, I have photographic memory too. So if, if it's like something of fucking like, like dissecting, like some sort of animal or something like that. And if you were to tell me how that goes about instead of me actually looking at it and see what the fuck I'm cutting up into, then I'm uh, the, the, the it's just not going to be there for me next time because like I'm going to think about what the fuck what did you just say to me, and then I have to go back and try to look at somebody else's notes and be like, hey yo, <laughs> well let me get that. But um, but uh yeah uh as far as visual learning, I've always had that. I think that's how I'm always good with like. Like as far as remembering where streets and different roads go, because because if you know me and Brian and Brian Allen can attest to this, hey, nigga. If you if you know me and and everybody in the group too, I'm probably the best as far as geological mapping <laughs> of anywhere is. Because like to me. Even even at work when I'm like on the road and shit like that, like I get from Indianola, I could take a back way to Indianola, do that one time, and then get back get back straight that way. I don't know with me because like my mom says the same thing too, and she's like, "How do you remember roads like this?" Because I feel like I see road, I see images. Just go back 
the fuck to where you came from, <laughs> you know, like like as far as like that aspect goes, you know, just get there, get there from there. I yeah. couldn't. I, I think I'm like I said, I'm good with that. I'm good with that, but I couldn't tell you like the names of the streets or something like that. Like if you if you gave me a distinct place and say get there, I could get there. But it's just like knowing like each street and like what it's connected to and this and there. Like I wasn't great at that, but like like you said, like creating those paths. Like I have vivid memories of like each place of how I would get there, how I could get there, or this and the third. Yeah, and like motherfuckers be looking at me crazy and be like, "Yo, T, where you at? Oh, I'm on the corner of Southwest Walters and McKinley." Bro, just tell me where that shit is, bro. I'm like, look. <laughs> what you buy, nigga? <laughs> like, what you buy? And, like, people be looking at me crazy like that. But, like, I, I just know my shit, man. I just know my streets, especially in my city, you know, 515. But, um, yeah, I just I just know certain stuff like that, man. And, like, I don't, I don't know where I got it from. I don't know what it attests to, and I don't know how it happened. But, like, I, I've, I've been that way since I was a little kid. Like, as far as, like, like Pops would, like, drop me off. He would literally he would literally go into the store drop me off in the car. Now, Grant, these are days when, you know, back then we were little, you know, so nobody was real. I guess still I was thinking about adoption and stuff like that and kidnapping and stuff. But I'd be like, hey, yo, this nigga taking too long. So I would go up in there, literally go through the back because I know he back, back by the liquor. <laughs> and I would go or in the, the back. the car being hot, too. What? Or the car, car being hot. Nigga, if I'm hot, I haven't thought... I haven't really thought about that because my pops would just leave the car. It'd be dead ass summer, and I'd just be in that bitch was hot. And I'd be like, "Fuck, this how long is he die because of that?" Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, how long is he gonna take up in here?" And I'd be like, "Hey, yo, you taking to?" I would literally, I'd, I'd be like, "Fuck, I get out of the car and just go find this nigga." And the same thing with my mom. If she taking too long. I go up in there and go find her. <laughs> I always just open up the car door. I was like, "Man, fuck it." That's crazy to think about, and like, obviously. We get the privilege and blessing of having kids. Um, I want to get to this too. I actually have a topic. People, can, oh, can, no, you, can, can we go back? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. you cut me <laughs> off. Then went to a whole topic. Then went to I like home. doing that. Sorry. I know, but uh, I like that you're talking. I'm just saying, damn. Let me uh, let me finish the last point. The last point that I had. Yeah, hurry your dirty ass up, nigga. I didn't even get the chance. You just <laughs> cut me off. Uh, 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 yeah, the last point I have for social is, is join something. As, as nasty as it is, it's a reality. We we go to where we're comfortable. So if you're a jock, you go with the jocks. If you're a nerd, you go with the nerds. If you're cheerleader, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has social groups. So the best thing for you to do is to get uncomfortable but by doing something. You get uncomfortable. Like, if you join a sport, there's that camaraderie, there's the teammates, there's the brotherhood, blah, 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 especially if you go to school and everybody cool and say you're decent at the, y'all decent at the sport, y'all decent at winning and stuff like that. It builds a bond to where now you have friends that, like, you might not know anyone in your class, but you see a football jersey on, and, okay, now I know two people in my school. I know two people in my class. It's just little things like that, and then maybe – you know, some of your teammates know girls and, you know, you get to know them. You get to know people like you just you build bonds with people. And I feel like that's important in high school because I'm sure there is people that get bullied. Luckily for us, we never really got bullied. Um, To be honest, I really don't know anyone that really got bullied. Niggas was getting bullied in middle school. My, my middle school was toxic as fuck. There's a Nick. 
No, there was yeah. multiple niggas. <laughs> damn, I, damn, I forgot we went to the same middle school, all high school and everything, bro. Like, niggas was toxic in middle school. But high school was cool. Everybody, well, there was that one incident. But with two shorties, we both know and love them and care for them. That shit was fucked up, though. To this day, that's still fucked up now I think about it. But Sidebar. Yeah. If you know, you know. I'm not going to say too much. But no, 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 no. Hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. It was, a new, it was a new picture, but you couldn't see shit. <laughs> All I saw was the eyes. Man. <laughs> like, obviously, if it was taken on an iPhone, you would see it now. But the fact that it was one of them, them old joints that, like, the, the snake games be on <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah, basically join a group. And whether they're joining the chess club, just join something in your school, get involved, get a little click, and then you click on know people. Because the best thing is word of mouth. Somebody gonna know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody about it. And that's the best way to go about school. And also, actually another school tip. Lastly, be cool with your teachers. Kind of what Tyler said, to piggyback off what he said. Be cool with your teachers because I feel like Teachers want to help you. They're, they're literally teaching for a reason because they want to help kids. They want to help people learn. They want to help people grow and be members of the society. So if you're cool with your teacher, you're hella nice. You crack jokes with him. You you talk to him. Say you see like they got like a Star Wars thing on their t- uh, desk or they got a sports team. Now you're having a conversation about that. They're going to help you if you're struggling because everybody will struggle at some point in class. And the worst thing you want to do is you struggling uh, or you missed an assignment because you have football practice and then you had to go take care of your little sister or whatever, blah, say blah. And now you're trying to make it up and the teacher says no because the teacher don't fuck with you. The teacher don't know you. But if you build that connection, you build that relationship with a teacher and be cool, calm, collected, and just nice in class and they see you trying, they're willing to help you. They will make either extra study periods or you could come in during the lunch. Like the Teachers are not mean people. It's just people treat them like shit so they don't want to help. So yeah, man. Basically, what I'm saying is relationships take you far; they really do. Um, yeah. So, do you want to go to that topic that you had, or hold on, bro? Okay. So to spin off of that, um, we're gonna go back to the old days of um, the life of uh, anybody who was around Tyler. Um. So, do you rec- do you condone wearing wearing shades? Wearing shades in a bar. Do I condone it? I don't know. I don't really see people do it in the club or the bars or whatever. I'm old school, so I always got on shades, or I used to. I mean, I see people wear like fun shades and stuff like that after like dancing or whatever. Like like I throw these joints on in the club, basically. The but like to have like the colored tint around the glasses, whatever. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I throw these bitches on in any function when I'm drunk or high. I got these bitches on, and when you knew, you knew, you know. And I see niggas doing the same shit, honestly. So like, some I, I, why I brought that up. I was just in a conversation with and and uh, Shorty was like, like, are you one of those guys that wear your sunglasses in the bar? I never looked at it as an issue. I never. I guess I never really. Cared I never. I, 
I can see how that would. I see how how she said it. I can see how it would like the image. The image is literally right there. A nigga, nigga with a whole polo shirt on, got some oak, white Oakleys on. <laughs> some reason I just see a pop collar too. I don't know. Pop collar too. I just see it. I mean, I don't know. I never really paid it on mine. Multi stripe polo. I think it's just because it's like. <laughs> They're, they're like they're not like multi stripe polo. I heard you, nigga. <laughs> I don't. I think it's because it's usually like one nigga. It's not like, like square ass diamond stud. Okay, now you talk about somebody specifically. <laughs> no, yeah, chill out. Ah, <laughs> uh, now nah, I, I guess I was looking at the white version of it. Ah, uh, I see the black version. Yeah, yeah. But at least the black version, like he's not the only one. It's usually a group. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just leave the, the the other races like you on your own with that one, cause. But I mean, if it's if it's in a group, I don't care. But I mean, if it's like one guy out the group doing it, it's like, man, you looking too cool. Relax, show them eyes. But I think that's because some people be having oh the lame nigga is in that group. That, that you know how like. Twitter I was, know who you got in mind too. You was about to say a name, boy. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, you know how like last week Twitter was talking about like the leader of the group and shit like that. Like that was a meme for like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. That would be the lame nigga in the group. Speaking of leader, do you know who's our? Do we got a leader? Who? Who would you say is like our leader in the group? In our like our squad, yeah. Probably when you come out. Yeah, I do be in the cut. So fuck you. <laughs> I don't know, cause like, like if it's like us three, like you, me, and K. Granddad, I'm grandfathered anyway, so I have to play granddad. Like, what is you, me, and K? I don't know. We're all relatively the same, so I don't really know who would be the leader in our group. Um. Come on, yo, pod. Focus on the pod, man. What you doing? Yo, look crazy as hell. On but, um, Add that shit out. No, yo, yeah, when it's me, you, and Kay, I don't know. We're all absolutely the same, so I don't I don't wouldn't know who would be the leader or the alpha, I guess, out the group. Hmm. I don't know. Any of them, yeah. Because we all kind of just like just be chilling. nobody's alpha. Just be chilling. Be in the cut. I guess same with me and you. So I, I don't, I don't know. I'm always curious. To see, I, but they say, they say that you. I guess you could kind of tell the leader in the, the girls, because girls will make shit shake. Like the leader will definitely be like, "All right, we going upstairs? Are we doing this? Or da 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 da? Or like, which all on? Like they make shit happen. I would say that would be the leader. Yeah, of uh, women to go back to that. And to that shade topic. There was a topic that I wanted to talk about, man, but I forgot about it. Um, sure, I'll come back to you. Lame ass man. <laughs> um, what do you think of Andrew Tate being banned from pretty much every fucking thing? Wait, what? Andrew Tate. Who the fuck is that? It's the ball dude with the glasses that's like an alpha male. And he be saying my misogynistic comics, comments and stuff like that. And he's banned from everything, like all social media or something. Pretty shit? much, well, they packed him up off of IG and Twitter, and I think TikTok just banned him. I think YouTube just banned him. I think Facebook just banned him. Like he's been getting like each 
he, as each day goes on, he's progressively getting banned off of another social media and stuff like that. Any thoughts and opinions on that? Any thoughts and opinions on like that alpha? They toss that nigga out. <laughs> alpha red pill community. Alpha red pill community. What mm. the fuck is that about? Um, it's usually people that like have a traditional view as far as like men and women go. Like one of the things that Andrew Tate said is said he could be with a girl, she could have an OnlyFans, but she basically has to give him eighty percent of the profit and she has an OnlyFans because that's his woman. Man, look. That's her money, man. She worked for that. I don't see you with no fucking OnlyFans, nigga. Mm. And you can't just say that's eighty percent of your money. Like First of all, she earned that. That's her money. Do you feel like you should get some if you're in a relationship with someone that starts OnlyFans? I'm not gonna say eighty. I'll say you know, th- you know, buy, buy me some dinner. You know, b- take me out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. That's fair. I, I, I'm not gonna say eighty percent either. That sounds crazy, but yeah, because it's like. If you had the OnlyFans before we dated, that's one thing. But if you wanted to start the OnlyFans, I feel like your partner should be included in some of those conversations. If you start the OnlyFans when you were in a relationship, that's kind of crazy. Imagine if that's the first fight, too. That's a crazy first fight. That's a crazy first fight. That's a real crazy first fight. Like, you want to start the OnlyFans? Would you break up with a girl if she wanted to do one? No. Hmm. Absolutely, positively not. But, um, my thing with the whole Andrew Tate situation is like, yeah, was he misogynistic? Yes. Did he have some shitty views? Yes. But at the same time, like, they think this is like killing a snake. Like, you kill the head, you kill the body. I don't think this is a snake at all. Like, like it's almost like it's just like people with Trump how they deleted Trump's Twitter but niggas were still making shit shake with Trump like there's still people that's gonna believe in this red pill community and red pill society and there's the crazy thing too is like a lot of people agree with Andrew Tate and a lot of them are like males a lot of them could be women like what there is women out there that like that alpha male that like i will take care of you just take care of the children that da, 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 like the traditional value and stuff like that and there's a lot of them that like want that so and killing them kill, killing uh, i mean like from as far as opinion going uh, mike as far as opinions go on women and men uh, and women who like that, you know, that's valid for them. They can like whatever the fuck they want. True. But I mean, I'm not doing the shit. I'm but, not with that. But true. But at the same time, it's like a nasty rhetoric. But it's saying that's a toxic rhetoric. That's literally. Yeah. yeah. If your women couldn't work, like you have to stay at home and watch my children as I go work. Or you have to. First of all, I don't, I don't like working like that anyway. <laughs> or like, but that's the that's the rhetoric. That's the mindset. Is that I'm the man. I go work. I go get the bread. If I cheat on you, it's not because I don't love you. It's because I want to have multiple women. That's 
That's a lot of the red pill community. Yeah, yeah. No red, pill, red pill community is more like alpha shit. Like you, you like I'm all for a man on his purpose. I'm literally saying that. Like I'm, I'm trying to find my purpose in life. I'm trying to find my things in life. I, I, I personally, personally, I see a lot of gray and shit. I don't agree with everything that Andrew Tate has said in his mouth, but ideology, like realistically, in a perfect world, unless my woman would want to work. I wouldn't mind one of us being at home and constantly raising a kid. I would rather me or my wife raise the kid because we fucking care. And right. that's my kid versus someone at a daycare watching everybody's kid and doesn't really care about my kid as much as like they care, obviously, because it's a job. But, you know, how everybody treats a job, it's a job. So they might not care about the little motherfucker like I'm going to care about the motherfucker. So I want. So would you do daycare? What would you do? So, with that being said, would you do daycare? Do you like daycare? Would you? Would you do daycare? I mean, if me and my wife are both working, I don't think I would have a choice. I wouldn't want to. If you're saying if I have the choice to, no, hell no. I'd much rather have my wife or her mom or whoever the fuck, and like my mom or my dad or whoever the fuck watch my kid I would want I would I would much rather have someone that has emotional ties to the kid to watch it versus someone who just watches my kid for a job a thousand percent every single time because shit I to be uh, honest I wasn't really raised off of daycare I was raised a couple times because I was young but once I got old enough my parents was like nigga watch yourself just don't let in strangers and <laughs> make sure the house don't burn down and I was chilling but there was always a nigga home, so <laughs> I mean, you know, Pops was always at home. So like, but I don't, I don't even think like unless your wife wants to work and you're saying no, you have to watch the kids. Okay, I agree, that, that is some toxic shit. But I don't see the issue in one parent being home. I would be a home stay home dad. A stay home dad would be perfect for me because I would basically just be doing the same shit I'm doing now. Would we still be banging out the podcast? I'd be banging out hella more YouTube videos. I'd be hey, when be your coming out? Like, I'd be doing a lot. Like, I would be doing a lot. Nigga can't even excuse that. Hey, bro, I got my kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta accept that. You're like, boy. Yeah, I mean, because it is a toxic mindset. It, it's, it's definitely, like, they're definitely looking at, like, women they're looking at people as tools rather than people as humans and like i said i this shit don't die just because you you ban andrew tate if andrew tate's smart motherfucker going to create a website right i mean unless you ban him from the uh like websites engine because there is people that basically they don't create it they create basically create a twitch or a live streaming service on a website and they get paid for it and you make it like a custom thing there's only so many places that you could ban a person and you're gonna get all them like-minded motherfuckers and they're gonna be all in one place and thinking the same thing and i guess the whole reason they started to ban him on all these social media sites is because kids and all that stuff were utilizing his rhetoric like I guess some middle school teacher said she had to stop a kid today because the kid told this woman, you're fat, you're going to be lonely. And mind you, this is middle school. Damn. Boy. <laughs> so he told her she's fat and lonely. You're only going to use men for their money. Da, 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 da. I'm a man. I'm alpha. I work. Blah, blah, blah. 
just saying all the shit that Andrew Tate's been saying. And one, the only reason I'm scared of shutting down the whole Andrew Tate thing and trying to kill the head, right, is because if we're going to say, because people agree with them, men and women agree with them. I don't necessarily agree with them. I'm, I'm great with a lot of shit. I like to think I don't know. I tell you the truth. Even if I don't know, it sounds like a weak excuse. If it sounds like I'm a fence rider, like, I don't know. I really don't. The reason why I hate it is because if we're saying that the red pill community is ruining the kids and saying all these bad things, you can look at it from every standpoint of influences. Because if we're going to say, if we're really about the kids, like, let's let's keep it a buck here. Let's be potting now. If we really about the kids, rap music is bad for us. Um, majority music is bad for us. Majority movies is bad for us. Games is bad for us. If we're talking about influence, we're talking about what's really affecting these kids. If you can't really come to your own conclusion and your own judgment and your own calls as parents, I think you have to start parenting if you feel like influence is going to affect your kid more than your parent, like more than you. But at the same time, you can't be everywhere at once. So I understand that. But because like, shit, I was just listening to the Joe Budden podcast and shout out to them. They were just saying that last week. Oh, this is going to get dark. Last week. A person killed their op. This is a year ago. It comes to this year, last week, and the mother of the op visited the gravesite because obviously she lost her son that past year. So the person who killed his op knew that, came to the gravesite, and instead of violating the gravesite, he killed his mother. So not only did he kill him, he killed his mother. And this is an op. So it's almost like you desensitize it in the sense of calling him an op rather than a human being. Like you just killed a son and their mother on the same. I hate, I hate how anniversary could be used for negative things, too. We need another word for anniversary. But you killed him on his anniversary of his death. You killed his mother on his anniversary of his death, which is fucking crazy to say out loud. And then, within that same week, a coach of a little kid's football team died. And he was coaching his son because of an altercation of a little kid's football team. Hate to break it to you, parents. Your son might be the truth. That nigga might be going to the league. But I promise you, he's not going to the league for another fucking 13 years. If he's five years old and he's playing little American football or little peewee football, whatever the fuck, he's not going to the league next year. It's not that deep. If he loses his game, he doesn't get a college scholarship. It's not that deep. So the fact that people constantly say that all these negative influences are fucking up the youth and doing this on the third, we still live in life. Like, we still live in life to the point where there's always going to be something. Like, I, like they said on the Joe Bunn podcast, I don't want to be anywhere where someone feels the need to bring a, a gun to a little kid's football game. I'm in the wrong spot. So is my child. Like that's that's fuck, and that's that's so fuck. And then, if we talking influences, if we being honest, I love rap music, but they always talk about shoot 'em up. I got ops. This that, a third. Blah blah blah. 
And then another thing too is environments. If we really pardon right now, and we, I'm telling the truth, and I like, I'm not agreeing with Andrew Tate. I, if you want to pack him up, you want to pack him up. It's your platform. You can say so. I'm just saying it's a dangerous rhetoric in the sense of if we packing this nigga up for this, right? I think environments are important to that too, because y'all weren't on nothing. Well, we went downtown like two weeks ago or whatever. But y'all were kind of saying and we were kind of talking and we got in our environment and niggas' energy was different. I don't know if you felt like that. But, like, you know, we were just shooting the shit. You, me, you, and K. And you're like, oh, I wish a nigga would die. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, you be in the environment. And even yep. me, I was on edge. I'm always on edge because I'm downtown. It's an environment I'm not comfortable in. I've never really been comfortable in. But then you get round niggas. Niggas keep sizing you up, looking at you, this and the third. Niggas start talking spicy. You hear other niggas talking spicy. So now you on an environment. You on edge already. Yep. And that's the environment. So if we're talking about influences, you in an environment that's influencing you. You buy niggas who bring guns to little kids' games, and you listening to rap music, getting influence. So how can we say... Buddy over here being a misogynistic asshole, if he's not dating my wife or my daughter or my nieces or nephews or whoever the fuck, is this terrible influence that we need to pack up when other niggas agree with him and or the other niggas have that rhetoric? Because there's a side that I don't agree with, but niggas have that rhetoric. And so it's like you can't limit everybody if there's people that believe in that and people move in that. Because, like, my thing has always been, because it's like, just to give you a uh, hindsight of my opinion, and like I said, I'm gray on shit. If, if it comes off as I'm a fence writer, I'm not a fence writer, but I'm just, I can only live my truth. Like the guns. If we could pack up every single gun in the fucking world, if I say yes and we hit this button right now because I said yes, then absolutely I would do it. A thousand percent. I promise to God. I God strike me down if I'm lying. But that's not the case. So then what do we do? What What is the move that we do? Because, shit, I want to protect me and mine. I don't really want a gun, but I might fuck around and have to get a gun to protect me and mine. But I also don't want to be in any environment that it causes me to use it. You never know, man. I've, I've known family members that literally got got caught or shot up at a at just a local hy or some shit. Mm-hmm. So like, dan- so like danger is in the everywhere, no matter where you are in the suburbs. And there's just a shooting in like, like about a month ago and damn near the nicest part of Chicago. Like, how does that happen? How do you like limit that? You can't, you know, cause there's, there's just, there's just spots anywhere that motherfuckers, motherfuckers can, you know, be on that type of time, any place, anywhere. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter if you know them or not. Motherfuckers are just on that. So, the and the thing about it is that it's almost because I'm like you. I would hate to be in a like play, in like a spot where like I I need to have my gun in this certain area. But at the same time, man, like it's one of those things where I got I got to protect me and mine. You know, I got I'd rather be caught with it than without it. You feel me? So then how do you, honestly, because you know, another topic that I kind of wanted to get into because we kind of touched on it last week. Well, we didn't even touch on it. We talked about it on Twitter. 
because of the Detroit, like, you know, obviously you're going to Detroit next month. You've been listening to a lot of Detroit rappers and shit like that. How do you personally feel about... I've been listening to Detroit rappers. All right, my bad, nigga. You just, but how do you personally feel about influences? Like, do you feel like, like, we should mute them? Because I, me personally, I don't, I know I said all that shit, but I'm saying, I don't know. I don't have the answer. It's but, a good and bad. It's a double, it's a double-edged sword no matter what you look at it because influences may have dangerous and negative rhetoric, but at the same time, somebody out there, there's what, how many people in this world? At least 8 billion probably. At least somebody out there or a majority of them, a good handful of majority are going to agree with those negative rhetorics and dangerous as as much as they may be. Of course. You know, it's it's a content, it's like one it's like a cycle. It's like I don't know what it's like, but <laughs> I'm stupid. But um it's just one of those things where not everybody can be a certain person as far as an influence as far as a positive as far as a positive person in this world it's just it's just not gonna happen you can't mold everybody into that because there's motherfuckers like because there's motherfuckers in my family or friends that i know that'd be like man like it's, it's cool that you coming with me all that positive shit you going to therapy and all that but right now bro i'm really not trying to hear that I got family and stuff like that, bro. Yeah. I got I got jobs changing. I got kids that I can't even take care of, man. Like all that shit, man. I'm not trying to hear all that, and I have to respect that. I did respect that. I'm like, bro. I'm sorry that you're going through that, but um, yeah, man. It's like one of those things, and it's crazy because we're we're influencers. You would think, right? Um, we got podcasts. We, we yeah, podcast. there's some truth. There's to that. all what, some truth to that. We've had a majority of positive, you know, as far positivity as far as putting, you know, good rhetoric in. You know, sometimes we get dangerous and sometimes we can, you know, be ignorant with our shit. And I feel like there's there's balance to that. Yeah. So. Well, because even cause like. You got to have the yin and the yang sometimes. You can't just all, you know, you got to have a Vegeta to your Goku or you got to have a Frieza to your Goku. That is the wildest fucking analogy. I guess Frieza and Goku make more sense. Yeah. I mean, it's still a wild analogy to put. <laughs> we talk about guns and Andrew Tate. Yeah. You're funny. <laughs> but. Uh, That's what I do, man. Yeah, hopefully we don't get packed up for that one. Um, I think, because, like, if you look at me and Tyler, let's say roughly, we both six foot, we both black, full black, both from Des Moines. The D. Both went to the same schools. Nor- true Northsiders. But he likes different teams than I like. He has a different type of women than I have. He's a different sign than me. There's, and that's the thing. And this is my best friend. So uh, just imagine the world, bro. There's so many different opinions, whether you're like your your Muslim, Christian, Jewish, atheist, Scientology. Like you could be black, white, Asian, Mexican. Chinese, straight, gay, bisexual, trans. There's so many different things that to shut down anything is is because there's always going to be an influence. Like you can even say now, like there's an influence, even on a positive influence. There's an influence of like there's clearly agendas being pushed, like being more open with your sexuality, being 
being a different sexuality, accepting everything, accepting different things and putting women at the forefront, putting black people at the forefront, minorities at the forefront. Like there's all these different things. And that's why some people agree with it. Some people don't. I'm cool with the people aspect of it. Like live your best life. Like if you, if you comfortable enough to where you can sleep in your bed and know you did what you're supposed to do that day and you can accept it and accept the, the bed you lay in and so be it. If you can't change the shit, you know, and that, that's 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 all where it comes from, man. If you don't like yourself, change it. If you if you don't want if you don't want to go down a road that you don't want to go down, you see the end before you see a beginning. Change it, man. You know, then like the best thing, and this is why I was talking to my counselor about the other day. He was like, the best thing you could do for yourself, and the best apology that somebody could you know, somebody can make is change behavior. Mm. Which is hard. Which is which is very, very hard. Um, speaking of change behavior, let's change subjects. So would you feel like I wanna kinda talk from the creator standpoint in the sense of like I want I wanna basically talk about this because I wanna know your thoughts and opinions. Like so for you as far as photography goes or you as far as vinyl goes would you what are you hitting? You hitting buttons on my shit? I ain't like it's here, nigga. <laughs> like, I mean, it still could go off. Like it's Thor's hammer. It's gonna go clear from the fucking. But um, do you feel like, like with photography and all your success, do you feel like that was luck, or do you feel like that was hard work, or like how do you feel about luck versus hard work? To be honest, to be honest with you, that was. Intuitive time. It was time that um, manifest. It was pretty much time that manufactured itself from um, from just fucking around, just uh, luck. Honestly, mm. and, uh, saying, you, you saying a lot of big words and not saying what they are. I'm off this. I'm off this pen, bro. But um, yeah. Uh, it. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was just luck. Right, right place, right people, good people, positive people, right time, and um, everything that I got from that, and all the success, and everybody that really loves me for my work. God bless you, first of all. But that's technically what luck is. Luck is nothing but preparation meets time, or preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. So you wouldn't see the hard work in it all, the fact that you did all that stuff and you did all those opportunities. No, because. No, if it's hard work, because for me, hard work isn't, it can be pleasurable, but for me, hard work isn't really pleasurable. It's not because, like I said, I'm a hardhead person and I like to, I don't like to have any sort of, I don't like doing anything that I know um, I'm seeing the end to. I just like everything to go with the flow. And I'm just one of those people that like if 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 I'm going if I'm doing this, then I just want it to feel as natural as possible. Like I just want to be able to wake up and do something like or just like be able to have something going on. And then all of a sudden I got to do this. And it's like, OK, cool. Like, I, I, like I've always been that way as far as spontaneous stuff goes. And um, I feel like hard work has far as far as me goes 
it takes a lot of pleasure away from everything. So I don't see it has much hard work for me because I was doing it and I loved it. Hard work, I got to be pretty much, we got to be pretty much disciplined and stubborn sometimes with our ways. And, you know, I don't like being really stubborn too much. So would you not consider the podcast hard work? Oh, everything that we got is talent and luck. I'm not, you know, because we have the God given a talent to be able to talk to people like this. You know, I feel like I feel like that's a talent and luck is us being able to do this every single Tuesday. Um, but talent, I don't think talent, talent has to show up. Like, I don't like you could be talented, but talent still has to show up and put in work. I think luck, I would say luck for us is like, like prime example that I was thinking of, I would say luck would be meeting Phoenix because meeting Phoenix, well, you got cool with Phoenix. You brought him on the podcast. First time introducing him to me on the podcast. We had a good podcast. He ended up putting us on to Jawan. So I ended up doing Phoenix's podcast. You end up doing Phoenix's podcast. We end up meeting Jawan, got him on our podcast, end up doing his podcast. I feel like All that's that manifestation. No, it's luck. You don't think so? How is that manifestation? Because we were already into something. And then we just met people that were. Which is luck. I don't know. Because I feel like that's destiny. Yeah, talking to Mike. Oh, I feel like that's destiny. I feel like that's something that, that if we were already going to if we were already going to a path that everybody that people are already walking on, then that's destiny to me. That's manifestation. No, there's there's gotta be there's gotta be luck because we never knew that Phoenix would bring up Jawan. Like us meeting Phoenix doesn't necessarily mean that he will bring up Jawan. Not necessarily. Like us doing the podcast. Like I hit up Smug, which is like one of the top FGC content creators, hilarious, good, skillful player to send it there. I got lucky that he was interested in doing the podcast. And then you could say our talent and hard work made that podcast go. Even though you're not in that world and you wasn't really interested in the interview, we still killed it. Was a dub, which was, but I don't. I think luck is what made that work because it's not menace like timing. I, don't, I mean, it could be. It could tie into timing. I, I'm just just to keep it simple. I'm saying luck and hard work. Sure. Luck is like it's basically a motherfucker getting back to you on the DM. Because we're constantly doing this shit regardless if motherfuckers get back to us on DM. Like, eventually, us getting lucky would be for this to go viral or a motherfucker get back to us on DM and they actually go see it. Fair enough, yeah. Because we're constantly working. We're constantly putting in work in this podcast and we're constantly doing something. Can't stop, won't stop. So that's why I think it's hard work. But 
I would say opportunities is like where luck comes into play, and play, because you know, I feel like our podcast could easily do a hundred and a thousand views now, and I don't. Even think, I think it's good. Could it get better? Absolutely, absolutely. We we get off subject a lot. You be on your phone a lot. Um, I could be better with the questions. Like, there's there's so many different things that, like, we could be better on. And I still feel like it's a good podcast. That might just be biased because I'm on it, you're on it, and I listen to it, and this, and the third. But, yeah, I feel like luck would be just our friends putting it on their story so then it gets more traction, so then the right person goes and sees it. Um. And then, like, with YouTube and, and podcasting and stuff like that, I felt like i just been really lucky because I'm always doing it, but I couldn't tell you what... I couldn't tell you what makes people click on it because some things that I think are not ones that will go, go, and... I don't know. It's a hard debate, though. I know that's kind of an anticlimactic end to it, but... It's kind of a hard debate, though. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love us. Day and night, you got to love us, man. Rate the shit five stars for us, man, on Apple, on Apple Podcasts or any other um, listening listening uh, streams for your listening pl- pleasure. TBH Podcast, you know it's Tyler Bryan Hour. This is what we do. This is us. This but let's get into it. What's the next stop? This nigga is so gone. <laughs> um, What makes a good kisser to you? Whoa. What? Why do you think I said something crazy? What makes a good kisser to me? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I've never really thought. Who the fuck that? <laughs> what makes a good kisser to Tyler the Lieber? Um... Do you kiss with your eyes open? How the fuck? <laughs> Did you? That's the first thing that I thought of. That's honestly the first thing I thought of. No. You don't kiss. Why are you looking at me like I'm lying? <laughs> Do you, uh, nigga? Fuck no, hell. <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> so why are you looking at me crazy? It's kind of crazy as hell. Unless it's like a peck. Like, right. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. A full <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I just see someone with bug eyes too. Like they just super open, doing that. I couldn't do it. No. I'm not talking about nobody. I'm saying like if you were to kiss with your eyes open, your shit be like wide open. Like you just look and like you like you finally open your eyes and you just see a motherfucker. Oh, what? Mm. But um, yeah. Uh, what makes um that definitely? I'm a eyes closed kisser. So yeah, that that would make a good kisser for me, I guess. I don't know. It's such a weird ass topic. Or rate I the shit five stars. I used to think that it, it it had to do with how you kiss. Now let me rephrase that. I used to think something different. I used to think that a good kisser is good at kissing in the sense of like like, it's always the same of how they kiss. A good kisser is someone that could pick up on 
how the other person kisses. Because if they if they kind of sloppy and wild with it, and you match that energy, that would be technically a good kiss because y'all are going at the same rate in the same place. It's a rhythm to it. It's almost like a dance. Because what I... Not that I forgot this about myself, but kind of realized is I got some big ass lips. Like I got I got a fucking yuck mouth kind of when it comes to kissing. So I can't. I learn. Just expose yourself. No, I ain't. What I learned. Just call himself yuck mouth. I said when it comes to hold on. Let me let me finish. I said when it comes to kissing. You got it. So what I learned, I don't know, I'm about to explain it. What I learned is I can't do the whole, like, one lip in between each other's lips and then y'all switch type of joint. Because the transition ain't going to be smooth with me unless someone else got lips, like, a bigger lips when I kiss them. Like, if they have smaller lips and I got, obviously, my lips, that shit's not going to be a smooth transition. So I learned that about myself. So... I notice what I can and can't do, and I feel like that improved me as a kisser once I learned that. So I, I would say a good kisser is someone that can learn about the situation and learn how to do it. Also, what you do with your tongue? Because I feel like, <laughs> in the context of kissing someone else. <laughs> Re-edit that, bro. Re-edit that. <laughs> that sounded crazy. <laughs> but I was in the context of kissing someone else, because, like, Bro, I don't, you know, I don't be knowing what to do. I don't poke like that's just weird. There's some people that just poke their tongue. I guess I be doing like the thumb war. I guess you dirty as hell for that. What you do then? What you do then? You dirty as hell. What you do? Man. What you do? Yeah, come on now. What you do? The thumb war. What do you, What do you, you do? Call it the thumb war. That's wild. As hell. What, what else am I supposed to call it? I don't know. Snaking on. That's literally this. Oh, that? I would say that's more snaking than the fucking... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. So, yeah, because you would do the same, right? Sure, but I would call it something different. What do you call it? It's literally a thumb war. A thumb war is literally just doing this. That was like French kissing or some stupid shit like that. Some crazy shit like that, wasn't it? But that's still technically French kissing. I mean, are we old? <laughs> I mean, no, it's not old. It's just, but I'm saying cause as far like, as that term goes, French kissing. I thought was always like why you, what, say French, French, say kissing, French kissing, kissing all together, French kissing. Okay, there we go. I said it like that. The first you said time. French kiss. No, I said French. <laughs> sound like Fresh Prince. I'm like what? Nah, I said French kissing. All right, but yeah, I said it. Um, yeah, I always thought that was like always like. Some open mouth shit. I'm saying, like, if you don't see what's going on inside, you do that. Yeah. I don't know. But to me, I had one time, I had one time, the tongue went straight to my cheek. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) The fuck away from me. No, that's nasty. How? It's dirty as hell. No, nah, that's weird. It's wild as hell. What's her head tilted? Her head gotta be tilted. Because that's the only way. It started at like a 30 degree angle, so like, right? Nigga, her tongue long as Because if it went. 
Even if it went that way, that's still a. That shit went straight to the left, up in the cheek. I'm like, yo. Like, it missed my tongue. It bypassed the tongue and shit. Oh, that's the crazy. Cheek is crazy. Cheek, cheek is crazy. So you got her tongue going to my cheek and then mine going this way. Like, she moved your tongue up. Yo, move, nigga. Let me get over here. That's crazy. Sobbing now. This is a wild ass sobbing. I don't think. I don't think I've ever had that. Um, Grab my shit like this. What the fuck you doing? I've had a girl. Like. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and be dirty. <laughs> Spit this, all in. This is gonna sound. Spit cool. all in the mouth. Oh my god! I don't even know how. To, fuck it. I'm not gonna lie. A girl spit in my mouth. Nah, what the fuck? Yeah. That was weird. I've had that happen before. I don't want that. In sex? You ain't had it? I don't want that. Man, look. Nah, don't, don't, because you're going to Hong Kong fool you in my shit. I'll <laughs> be mad. Nah, well, don't. not like a whole ass, like, loogie. Like, well, not like, loogie, but it's still the act that. It's like sloppy. Like, yeah, like, a, it's it's a spit. Yeah. But, um, I had. I that vice versa. I had chapstick on. And me and me and the girl were kissing, and like I said, I got lips, got big lips. So I usually don't suck on a girl's lip. A girl will usually do that to me. And when I tell you, she took the chapstick off my bottom lip. I know who you're talking about, <laughs> my lord. And my shit was dry. Like my shit got chapped immediately. That motherfucker got bleeding. What are you talking about? No, I didn't bleed. I've been crazy as hell. It didn't bleed, but it definitely got chipped fast. I was just like, damn, nigga. Like, I just put the chapstick on to kiss your ass, and you took it all off? It's yeah, wild as hell, man. That was, that was, that was rough. Um, But, yeah, now that I have this hindsight of just, like, going at the rhythm of someone else's kiss, I feel more confident going into kisses. But at the same time, I'm not kissing everybody, so... I feel like next time I do it, I should be all right. And even you'll then, right. even then like... You'll be good money. Even then, like, I'm willing to at least embarrass myself and communicate. I feel like... Because it's like, what people fail to realize is, like, you can't have the same sex with everyone. You can't have the same kissing with everyone. You can't have the same makeout session. Like, you have to learn someone's body and what they like. Some motherfuckers cannot kiss. At all. I'm going to be dead. I ain't even going to hold you. So it's like some people just got to teach. Practice. So you just got to teach them. I'm willing to be taught too. So like that's another thing. I'm selfless in the sense of like I could be taught. Um, so I feel like I will be a good kisser. Well, I could teach you. Nigga. I mean like nah, no, no. Nah, <laughs> no, that's not nah, crazy. I'm nah, sorry. Nah, nah. No, if I we, if we you, rewind like, what I said, you. What the fuck you mean? You just, I just asked you to ask, to answer what makes a good kisser. And you didn't have nothing for that. You just said, close your eyes. What? I just asked you what makes a good kisser. I did not just say, close your eyes. You, that's all you said. I mean, yeah, you got to close your eyes. But so then not, what makes a good mean, kisser? What makes a good kisser for Brian? Um, Why the fuck would you answer for me, nigga? Uh, for yourself. I'm good. I'm good money. I don't know about you. But, um... <laughs> Still doesn't answer the question of what makes a good kisser. 
What makes a good kisser? Okay, no, answer this. But it, how how are you a good kisser? I feel like if you like slow, because you you gotta obviously read, read you know read the room, read what she's feeling. I feel like if you guys just into it, like he's into it, like if you're having like a conversation, the conversation slows down a bit, and then you guys like you know. No, right. I need consent. That's it. But, um, I, I'll fuck up a whole vibe, nigga. I need consent. And once I get consent, I'm more confident, and then I'll do the whole come here, poop, grab your head, ah, kind of kissing. But if, you you'd be like this. Oh, <laughs> hell no, nah, boy. Well, I got big ass hands. Come here, nigga. Man. I can only lean so far. You get to put in that. You, you get the head button. Technically, I don't because I be wearing hats and shit. And I, I, I hit a shorty with a brim. I, I did that a few times. <laughs> the brim. <laughs> you fuck around. She fuck around. Hit the brim. Knock, knock, knock glasses off. Fucking knock your hat backwards. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, slip it out. It slips out. Place. Nah, I. Yeah, you definitely gotta go with with the rhythm. I fuck around. Knock my whole Yankee cap back. <laughs> also, time, I feel bro. like I feel like not being too sloppy. Sloppy enough, but it can't. Nigga, stop. Like the but. <laughs> It can't, like, it can't leave, like, the saliva should not leave the outer side of my lip. If it's, like, over here, we, we wilding, we wilding. Even that is a lot. I'm not saying that to not be a lot. I'm saying, like, why are you looking at me like that shit ain't true? I know you probably kissed somebody, and your whole shit been slobbering on the side. Never that. <laughs> Never. This beer stays clean and full. Never. Never, no, but when I was eating, yeah. Just like I said, what I was eating. That some niggas be, some women be eating your face. Dog, I had the mo- see. I now you got a story. I gotta tell you all the topic, man. <laughs> now just- you got one. See, that's what I'm saying. I remember. I'm, I'm just gonna say it like I'm just gonna say it like this, just to be spicy, man. I was getting some time. I I got I got my shit glazed, boy. And then she came up and kissed. It was like all up here. I'm like, oh. <laughs> No. Wait, you finished? No, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean, dude? That's your shit. What? It sounds crazy as hell. like a donut? What, you, sound, mean? what you mean? It sounds crazy as hell. I meant from, you know, my, my thing. Oh. Yeah. So she, oh, so she had saliva on She was her. glazing my shit, bro. And, uh, <laughs> it sounds crazy. I don't know how we got here, but I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> yeah, she came up. And it it was just dribbling down down and I was like, I don't like this. So then I do my shit. I turn my head a little bit, get to, get her on my neck. <laughs> nigga, it was still on your neck, nigga. I brought that on my neck to my face and then I'm in my, by my nose. Like, it's still like on that. your neck. Yeah, <laughs> you got... At least I can wipe it. I rather it, it don't look good either way. You know what I mean, either yeah, way. I I'd rather choose neck on that, bro. Yeah, man. Mm. That's crazy. The whole story was crazy. I'm sorry, folks. That was just, that was just in my mind. This, yeah, this, yeah, it happens. Sorry, sorry. I got something to talk about in therapy, though. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> he won't be like, "Hey, yo, so uh, time is up." <laughs> yeah, you gotta go, cause. So we're gonna just hit you with this quick hitters, real quick, cause we got questions from IG. Shout out to Hannah. She was one of the majorities that uh, did that. Mm, what would you say is the best thing you learned in therapy? I ain't never been to therapy, so I can't say. 
I think the best thing I learned in therapy is just having the comfortability of somebody that, I mean, not necessarily is just a job doing a job, you know, just like as far as just giving you um, what you're looking to hear. Somebody that actually is indebted into you and what they do and be able to actually be give you not necessarily tell you what to do, but actually give you the right tools that you need in order to hopefully put them into play into your everyday life and be a better person for yourself and for others around you. I think that's the one thing that I need to be comfortable with. Like the first, the first five sessions, because I felt like I was just saying anything, you know, just to get off my chest. And he basically Jason Sanders, basically, by the way, my therapist, he was like, he was like, sorry, sorry, Terry, but, uh, uh, some, some, um, but, um, he basically said like, you don't need to tell me every single thing that's fucked up right now. That's going on through your head. You don't need to, whether it be your pops, whether it be, you know, drinking, whatever the case may be, you don't need to tell me all that shit right here and there. You know, that's what that's what we built. That's why we build, you know, a rapport a relationship with you in order for that stuff to come oh, out actually. when you want it to, mm. you know. And that's one thing that like because like has people, you know, and has emotional creatures as we could be. Once we get to feeling some type of way, we start telling the everything, you know, as far as like why it happened, why it led to this and why you feel the way you do. And it's literally for me, it was literally broke down into, okay, you know, why do you feel like this? And then, you know, go into that and it's like, okay, so what led you up to that point of feeling like this? Mm. And then I go into it and be like, so where did it come from? Like, like stuff like that. And like the best thing, and that's the best thing to me is as far as therapy goes, was pretty much getting comfortable with that ability to break shit down and not spill my whole fucking life. Hmm. So I guess you could say I was pretty, I was pretty disciplined about my feelings. Bringing it all back. Well, yeah, like uh, I'll eventually go to therapy. So I'll. <laughs> Uh, I I don't have shit to say. I'll, I'll be able to tell you the best thing I learned whenever I go. Um, the best Maybe restaurants. Try counseling. Just try counseling. I've had counseling before, but I never had therapy. Um, best restaurants in Des Moines, and I'm assuming she means or they mean like local restaurants. Like obviously, you can't say no fucking like. McDonald's or Wendy's and no shit like that. Like, Man, we from we from we from the city. We we from the north side. We got some restaurants. We got some Italian restaurants out that uh that are that are the ones. Uh like every everybody says Chuck's, but I'ma go with Chicago Speakeasy. Yeah, I'd probably go with them before Chuck's. Before but I mean Chuck's. shout out to both. I mean shout out to both, man. They do their thing, bro. They do their thing. Chuck's be popping. Somebody be in that building fucking. They be popping. My best restaurant. But Can't go wrong. Chuck's be in business. All right. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Best restaurants in Des Moines. I'll put Chuck's at like number five. If we're going from one to five. Nigga, no. What? 
Right. I'm going from one to five. Nigga. Oh. You don't even know. You don't go out. I got so, some. <laughs> like what? Go fuck nigga. I'll tell you why not. Bitch ass nigga. Right. <laughs> you right. like what? <laughs> like I was gonna say some. You didn't even say the ones I was gonna say yet. All right, so number four. And they're not even crazy either. Mine aren't, but. <laughs> number four. Is it a chain? No. All right. Well, actually, it depends on what you define as a chain. Because I think one's technically a chain, but it's only in Des Moines. Let's see. I'll go with my number four. Like the one on second, I think it's a chain. This is my childhood favorite. Hey, can can they be um can they can they be the same food like as far as like Italian goes? I, I guess fuck it, fuck it. I'm gonna just do it. I was just gonna list the restaurants, bro. But uh I'm gonna just do it. Uh Hilltop is a childhood favorite. I used to go there with Pops all the time. Um when we had money. And uh <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy the atmosphere over there. On the it's more of on the east side of Des Moines. Um but yeah, they have the best. I'm gonna say it too. They have the best fucking thin crust pizza I've ever had in my existence, and don't get too burnt. Mm. Love Hilltop, man. God bless you. I hope for years to come. I want to take my kids there, man. Love Hilltop. Mm. Go, ass nigga. I said I was on four. Yeah, so keep going. Oh, so you don't want? Okay. Well, Number you three. said you had five, and you said, I don't have and five. Shut your whole ass up. Number three. Nigga, <laughs> hold on, what you said. Um, three, three. That's why I just don't list a couple and keep it pushing. Three, I'm going to have to go with L Bait. I'm going to have to go with L Bait Shop. I'll put that on. Hopefully, these are only local. I mean, they're all around. I mean, literally. Literally in like a five mile radius of us where we are now. I'm yeah. saying like I hope there's not another one in some like Indiana or some shit. I'm sure it's pretty much the I, I'm pretty much is I best the same cadence, but it's not not called the same. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's just like if you come to Des Moines, I don't. I would hate for a motherfucker come to Des Moines. Nigga, we got that over here. Fuck. But Lucky Lotus is number two. I fuck with Lucky Lotus heavy. You need to get your ass up in there. What is it? It's um, well, Oriental spot where they do Oriental food. I feel like then we it's just right, passed it's it. right down Ingersoll. Yeah, we just passed it. Right it's now. right across from the Chelis. Okay, Chelis is overrated. Um, anyway, number two. <laughs> Thank you. Are you throwing shots. <laughs> number two, number two, Playboy. Um. Oh, I might have to go to the trenches on this one. I might have to do this. Southside Smitty's. Smitty's tenderloin is literally the best fucking tenderloin you ever had. And I'm coming from the north side, too, so I can say bibs. I'm coming from the north side, too, so I can say bibs. But I'm going to go with Smitty's. My mom thinks I'm tripping. Everybody probably else from the Highland Park area thinks I'm tripping. But I'm going to say Smitty's. I'm going to go clear to the south side for a chili cheese tenderloin. And your number one? And that's on mom. What? And your number one? My number one? Ah. You know, I almost said, I damn near said spaghetti works. But, uh. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> right? Um. 
Is that place even still open? If I'm not getting my shit, shit snatched up, I would say Drake Diner. <laughs> you know, Drake Diner was on my list. That's, yeah. That's why I go to Waveland. I need to hit up Waveland. That's fine. I need to hit up. Oh, no, duh. Mullets. Mullets is my number one. Mullets, hands down. Number one. I fuck with Mullets heavy. Because they got an all-day uh, menu, breakfast menu. I always fuck up some breakfast. The hardiest shit at fucking Mullis, man. You get like the yeah, because we went up there. I think I had a country fried steak. Yeah, country fried steak, and then the and then the white white gravy mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> man, that shit was tough. Being that bitch, I get the itis and that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get up. I was like, hold on. Um, yeah. So obviously, this I'm, ain't no cheap plug. By the way, shout out to Mullis. That is a cheap plug. They ain't <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's the definition of a cheap plug. Uh, Them niggas ain't paying. Uh yeah, I would say Waveland Cafe Cafe's online. Uh Drake Diner's online. Uh, I ain't been out there in a while. Cause like Tyler said, you get your shit snitched. <laughs> snitched. Yeah, you get hit for a stain in <laughs> You better get, watch your car as you, you eat. Better get don't get extorted out that motherfucking area. Well, um, I would say those two. I would say bibs for me. That's just a local classic. Never had a bad tenderloin from there. I uh, love tenderloins from there, and them bitches thick as hell too. Like I swear to God, it'd be damn near half the size of this uh, Brian's MacBook. Um, and you still got eat around that bitch to get to the bun. And then I would say Taco La Tacos La Familia. It's a fire. Hey, hey number two, I'm changing out number two. Nigga. Number two, hey, hey, number two is Dub Tacos La Familia. Shouts out. Shout out to Wardle. Shout out to Wardle and his family, family, man. Y'all did y'all thing with that joint, man. Bussin'. No kizzy. Them fried tacos be hitting. No faking. They be changing life. Um, Is there any other one I wanted to add? Fuck, there was I'm a- thinking about the trenches right now because I like, I like a lot of hole-in-the-wall joints. Borden Arrows on the south side, that's always, that's always smacking, no faking. Um... Yeah, I just got to go to more places, honestly. There were some other places I want to say, but I guess that's not really Des Moines, so I don't want to give them the credit. But there was an Italian spot that I liked, really, kind of towards Prairie Meadows. But, mm, yeah, i just go with those four for now. I got others that I'm probably thinking of, but I just shout out to those four. Mm. And I'm the plug. And basically, if you want to come to come to me when you want to look for these hole in the wall restaurants, because I got you, man. I'd be all up. I'd be all up in the streets and the trenches looking for these hole in the wall uh, restaurants, man. I'm always ready to try something new. Word. I did see a place today that I want to try. Um, you need to get your ass up into. Uh, <laughs> into what? Um, Graziano's killer sandwiches. Man, when I tell you, boy. I think I had that before. It's off of Hartford. Yeah, I think I've had on that. On the South Side counter. I going towards the South Side past the bridge. Yeah, I think I've had that before. Man. That's cool. Um Give me a smooth ass uh Italian sandwich with mozzarella in that bitch. Boy. And then another one I thought was weird. Halloween costume ideas. Halloween costume ideas. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm all burnt the fuck out on Halloween. I spent the last two Halloweens. I think I I wanted to do a Demon Slayer. I think I think 
costume. Grown, I think I've grown up a little bit from the Halloween costume, even though all of our Halloween costumes are grown, you know. But I don't know. I gotta really think some shit up because I might recycle that Warriors joint. I might have to run that. Bo- I might have to run that joint back. That Warriors one is tough. Um, yeah, I might do one this year. I don't know. It depends on my life is. I'd want to if I could. Just the last two subjects that I have for the pod. Uh, Kevin Durant's not getting traded. So Kevin Durant wanted new coaches, didn't get that. Wanted to get traded, didn't get that. Uh, wanted different players, didn't get that. <laughs> He's just going to have to live. <laughs> they say, hey, bro. You just, I was like, hey, bro, just you play. He's just like, going to have to play. Do what you do, bro. Mind you, he did sign a four-year contract and got probably over $100 million, something like that. Yeah, so. like the nigga was, nigga was already in contract. So any thoughts and opinions? Because now we're actually going to see the big three this year, hopefully. Because KD and Kyrie are playing. I don't know where Ben Simmons is at. He can run up on the malls, I guess. But <laughs> You're slinging the I mean, <laughs> do you, first of all, ran up on mall. <laughs> like, if they all three play, hopefully, Lord willing, I, oh, Lord willing, I see an NBA regular season game where all three of them play. How many games do you think the Brooklyn Nets could win? Do you, where do you see them finishing? Fully healthy. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I want to say right behind. I want to say behind Milwaukee and uh, Philly, so it'd be like third. So just fuck Miami and Boston. Yeah, fuck them niggas. <laughs> Nigga, we were in the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami beat Philly, and then we beat did, Milwaukee. Did I ain't gonna lie. So maybe behind y'all. So then, where would you have them? Fifth. Fifth. That's fair. Yeah, I think they immediately jumped to fifth. Because Toronto could be... Toronto's always consistent. Toronto's like... Toronto's like... They just can have nobody, and then they would still be able to be... Yeah, they, they always find a way to get to the playoffs, <laughs> honestly. Um, but Atlanta got better. I don't know. It should be interesting in the NBA this year. Because Brooklyn still made the playoffs, but they didn't win a playoff game, so they should still make the playoffs, even to play in. But you never know how they'll do. I'm excited to see KD. I mean, I would have been excited to see KD get traded, but it was just like I think the asking price Everybody was too high. Go, yeah. I think Rudy Gobert fucked up the market for how many niggas. To go to Minnesota. Yeah, they gave up. <laughs> that shit was crazy. I wonder if Donovan Mitchell will get traded. I wouldn't mind seeing him in New York or Miami. Um, I'm making sure I'm getting a house with a heated with a heated driveway in that bitch living in Minnesota, boy. Michigan, Minnesota, all of them. Because mm-hmm. basketball started in the winter, so nigga, good luck going from Utah to Minnesota is crazy. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. And then I don't. Did you hear about this? I guess it's the last sub- subject. Uh, a virtual rapper named FN Mecca was signed by Capital. Yeah. He's an AI rapper. So it's somebody who programmed a, a, a bot to be a rapper, and it's not like a real-life bot. It's like a virtual bot. Got signed because of his TikTok, I'm assuming, and probably some shit off YouTube. Got signed to a record label. I don't... I'm assuming the person that made the bot has racist tweets. More than likely, yeah. They basically packed him up and then dropped him within the week. 
which I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know how you could sign a contract and get this shit terminated within a week. And then, first of all, how do you feel about them, a record label? This is Capital. I don't know how successful Capital is because I don't know the record labels like that. How do you feel about these niggas signing an AI rapper? <laughs> Probably just some lucrative deal, too. Hey, money's hogs, man. At the end of the day, if you're marketable, that's all that matters. If you, if you, nigga, got- how if you're programming a nigga? Oh, oh, so it's a robot rapper? It's a AI. It's Siri, a nigga that don't exist but has an image. The image looked crazy. It looked like one of these these niggas out here. It looked like a trippy red clone, just to give you some sort of idea of what it could look like. Took the shades off of this. Niggas programming computer. <laughs> yep. Bet not lose a rap battle. All nigga gotta do is type. You better not. <laughs> Bet not lose a damn bar. I, I know. And they, this could have been one of those things where you're with the homies and y'all chopping it up. And then you say some slick shit like, oh, like I eat ass jokingly to see if someone else agrees with you and then everybody else makes it cool. You so say they jokingly they, like you don't. I mean, I, I just don't. <laughs> see, like but, that smooth slick. No, I, I don't. But all right. I'm saying I'm saying all that to say that they're using this <laughs> as to test the waters. I'm guessing that's 100 percent. If I had to think about the marketing strategy and the reason why they did this, they did this to see if it would trend and see if it would go and see if they could get something with this. Because if you get money off these fake rappers, these fake gangsters that don't be in the trenches, don't be saying all living their raps and don't have to worry about the artists. If you could program a bot to do it, these niggas might go crazy at this point. And that's scary to me. I feel like this shit gonna be all about programming. Like they're gonna get niggas to be pop. Like I swear to I swear to God, Tyler. If an AI, if two AI bots sign to a podcast network and get a bag, I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna be tight. I'll be like, you got it, man. Nah, <laughs> fuck that. It. Nah, because also if like. Well, people, I think little Duvall said it the best. He's like, yeah, y'all niggas might want to start getting real jobs if they sign bots. <laughs> might be over for a lot of you niggas, especially if you can sound like the bot and just program the bot and there's less money. Shit. I become one of the programmers, boy. I'm getting my I'm getting money somehow. I just think it's scary. Putting niggas out of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Just to listen to a nigga one zero one 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 zero one, it's crazy. That's sad too. Can't be a nigga in real life. Let me get behind, let me get behind this computer. <laughs> Spit this freestyle real quick, nigga. What? Oh shit! Like you remember, like in SpongeBob, where they gave Plankton's wife like the wheel so she could really be outside. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> could you imagine them rolling a fucking computer up to Sway in the morning or the Breakfast Club or some shit like that? Yo, fuck Master Flex's freestyles. <laughs> that nigga just sitting there with a bot just going, er, e, er, e, er, er. Yeah. nigga, God help us all. God help us all. They're clearly making fun of our sport, and that shit is fucked up. 
Fuck around for getting a memory chip in that bitch. <laughs> what if the nigga run out of storage as he's rapping? Like, you know how, like, Windows be having the blue screen? Is like, like, that nigga just... A whole concert stop. And I, I guarantee that bitch ener- energy, <laughs> energy, uh... Restored or fucking solar energy, <laughs> bro. Can you imagine if a bot was solar energy and the whole fucking console was just out and niggas just standing there? <laughs> nigga couldn't live in Alaska. Oh, man. Yo, imagine, imagine if a nigga was like, yo, if I hit this power button right now, you don't exist. That's, that's a gotta, whole different bar. That's, that's gotta a- be how NFTs feel. Like if you forget your account, like nigga, you lost all this money. That's crazy. The shit's getting digital. Shit, shit is is getting digital. I'm guessing like they're gonna sign an AI rapper and he's gonna do concerts in VR and niggas gonna want to be in VR or Facebook the Meta. Shit's getting spooky. Shit's not even gonna be real life anymore. But I don't know. Shit's crazy. You sound like you folding, nigga. We all gonna be folding and eventually. I ain't folding to no damn computer. I bet you. I bet money they're gonna put a nigga out there that you're not even gonna know is a bot. <laughs> <laughs> Until you look into it, I promise. You, I promise you. I bet you one of them niggas now they doing it now. I bet you one of them niggas you listen to now is gonna be a bot. You know, turn out it's gonna be a, a white guy in Cleveland with a computer. You like what the fuck? Shit's getting crazy, man. Um, two episodes away from hundred though. That shit's crazy. How you want to close out episode ninety eight? The floor is yours, Tyler. Go. And the funny thing is that nigga, that white nigga, that white man with the body, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I listen to Logic. <laughs> I know what the fuck I'm talking about." Man. I love Logic too, but that shit was funny. <laughs> I love Logic too. I was oh, not expecting that nigga. Man, man I'm down with you the cause. Hope <laughs> you found that out. Nigga say he got it out the mud. Nigga, you got that shit from Windows. What are you talking about? Macklemore had that don't <laughs> bro. All right, yeah, wrap this shit up. All right, uh, all right. Yeah, close the statement for episode ninety eight. Yo, be what you want to be out here, but also, damn, what the fuck was I gonna say? Damn, nigga, you like the bot? You <laughs> run out of memory? Niggas lost data with this damn pen. I mean, get off that, off that. But um yeah man, just be positive in any way, shape, or form. Keep um keep doing what you gotta do, man. And I'm gonna leave that that because I'm uh <laughs> go. Uh I'm gonna say, damn, it's crazy to think that the next episode we do is gonna be one away from hundred. Uh it's been a long journey to get to this point. We need to get but need to get somebody on the telephone for Yeah, the, we gotta get somebody on for episode hundred. But damn, I got like fifty rewards points at uh, Smoothie King. I'll be going. <laughs> I'm going to use them bitches up. Damn. Um, I yeah. get like two. Okay, nigga, you be cutting me <laughs> off. I'm trying to wrap shit up. <laughs> nigga, My just fault. keep talking. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts at Apple Podcast, Spotify. Anchor. I love the fact that y'all got to me and said that y'all love the fact that the videos on Spotify and Anchor. That was cool. That felt good. Felt warm in my heart. Took longer to upload, so uh, I don't know when this episode will be out because obviously I have to render it and edit it and all that jazz. Yes, but sir. Be sure to subscribe yes, on Anchor.fm slash Tyler F. Uh, Tyler Brian Hour for as little as one dollars, four dollars, nine dollars, whatever you go for. We got a Patreon as well, Tyler Brian Hour. Um, just producing more content, putting this on YouTube as well. Just trying to do the damn thing, man. Uh, yeah, protect your chickens, protect your mental health, get money, 
And peace, love, and positivity. Bye. Yes,